This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. this week in ITFC history. My name is David Diamond and I'll be here each and every week alongside the man of a million spreadsheets, author of IpswichTownStats.com and top ITFC historian. It is the renegade stat man, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be looking back at the names, the games, the wins, the draws and the losses that occurred this week in ITFC history. Easy stat. Easy, mate. How are you? All right. You? I am... I'm, I'm all right, yeah. Tickety-boo. You know, we're, we're in the into the month of March. <laughs> Weather report. Well, um, <laughs> have your daffodils bloomed yet? It's getting warmer. <laughs> your, your sprigs of shamrock should be there for you to collect oh, for yeah. coming up to St Patrick's Day. Oh yeah. Um, and the rabbits are laying their eggs around the garden for you know ready for Easter, I guess. Yep, absolutely superb. Talking about St Patrick's Day, I think we are going on a well, the day after. Is it was it is St Patrick's it Day. It is, but we're off to Brizzle, aren't we? Yeah, we Hopefully. are. Hopefully, Blue Monday out into Brizzle. What Bristol. are we going to do down there? Don't, don't know, mate. Well, I don't know. You... You're not trying to come me into watching Mick McCarthy's oh. issue. <laughs> yeah, we should go for down in Bristol, mate. Have a yeah, little I look around have a, look at a few and bridges stuff. and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely, mate. So, stat, this week, where are we going? Right, so it's the 7th of March to the, the 13th of, of March. Um, and <clears> some of these games, when, when you look at them, we're, we're, we're in, well, this first game, we're within the last 10 matches of the season. So we're in the, um, what they say, the business end of the, the season. Yeah. So on the 12th of March, 2005, we're in the championship. Um, <laughs> just use that for any other year, really. <laughs> um, and Joe Royal is, is um, the Ipswich manager, and we are playing Gary Megson's Nottingham Forest. Gary Megson. Do you know what? I would never, if you'd have done the management game on me then, I would never have a million years have remembered Gary Megson as manager of Forest. No, I must admit, when I, when I looked at that, I thought, can't remember. Nope. He's had quite a few clubs. I don't think. West Brom, was it? I don't yeah. think he lasted long at Forest, did he? Couldn't no. Have. Well, certainly. Didn't last very long anywhere, I think. <laughs> we probably wouldn't have done after this um, game. So, big crowd turned up, 25,765. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember um, going with a Forest fan, actually. So the we had just lost three on the trot, 
Really? Um, yeah, we were we were in third place in the oh, previous week. Shefty's injury. Yeah, we lost mm. to um, Paul Jules Wigan. Yeah, that was the big loss. And what, yeah, that was. I mean, yeah, particularly when we beat kicker. them at home that season. That we. Yeah, that was the one. Duke. Yeah. I think Duke scored, didn't he? The Duke, I believe, scored. He was a great player when he came for us. No, he wasn't. Was he? So I'm no, no. Yeah, yeah. And um, that what thing? What did happen from that was that uh, Joe uh, Royal had decided to switch to three centre backs. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Which okay. is obviously a couple of weeks ago what um Mick McCarthy did at um oh, Norwich so City. So it's not all mix. No. Um it. and I'll tell you what copying Joe. Yeah, it had a it had a a positive effect on us, <laughs> it's Seeming, fair to say. Seemingly so. Um, so the first twenty seven minutes, oh, who knows what happened, but Can't um remember. Paul Gerard was in goal for Forrest. Gerard. And um obviously we had him Yes we did. Uh, I think he might have played Couple of times, yeah. Can't, yeah. yeah, not not much. Yeah, are you you all right there? You're still squeezing no, your elbow. I'm yeah. all right, mate. Just, just got to keep your old elbow moving. Right, you keep it going. Yeah. Um, and you know, so Bam Bam scored 27th minute, and as you would know, it's a it's a header from a corner. Of course, it was. Um, eight minutes later, Ian Westlake, who famously beat Karen Pickering in some strange swimming penalty competition, yeah, um, he scored a header. He was I always thought he's an underrated player. Yeah, lost his way after he went to Leeds. Didn't quite work out for him, did he? Good player, fine, fine, up and down, energetic, good player. Did he end up at Colchester? I believe he did. Yeah. Most of them do, don't they? He's probably, don't know. He's probably still playing. Oh, no. actually, he was at. I want to say he was at like Needham Market or something. He yes, played he for was. A bit. Yes, he was. Because his, I tell you for why his um, wife used to work with Milts down at the club. Oh, Claire, I think I met, her, met her Claire. I think yeah, Claire she, Westlake. That that would be her. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she used to work with uh, Milkstone at the club, so he is back. He was back in the air. I don't think he's playing for Needham any longer. I don't think so. And um, so that was goal two. Yeah, thirty-five minutes. So it was two 0 at half time, and then in the second half, the floodgates opened. Yeah, uh, I remember you made a note of this. I remember Miller scoring as he did most. He was great player, yeah. you know, scorer. And I remember you made a note. Didn't Miller do a snooker queuing action celebration? And yes, he did. I remember him doing that. God the, knows why. I don't know. Grab the corner flag. Yeah. Did I ever tell you my Tommy Miller story? No. I bored you with that? No, no. Go for it. I love stories like this. Oh, you like this? Yeah. So, can you it, at least make sixty-five percent of it up? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I can't actually because yeah. it's, it's all true. But I, oh. I can embellish. Yeah, yeah, Do you want me to embellish. Yeah. What's that mean? So, um, um, so I was um at a. I'll tell you what it was. I'll tell you exactly what it was. It was a twenty-five years. A very apt. It was two thousand three. It was twenty-five years since Town won FA Cup, and um, it was a a, a do at uh, Portman Road. And I think there, most of the players were. I think Sir Bob was back. Brilliant. Yeah. Got his, he was because got his autograph on a photo, fantastic with the with the old which you've worn before the old Slashinger jumper. Oh yeah, yeah, worn before. Yeah. Anyway, and um, it's one of those things. Um, I think we company I was working for maybe a sponsored table or something like that, and you know you got a player on your table, and on our table was Tommy Miller. Chatting to him, just top guy, lovely guy, and and um, and he just got chat, and he said, oh. Um, Oh, yeah, and I said, oh, where are you living, my part? And I was living over, not where I live now, but over sort of broke hallway. So I live over Kesgrove. So I live over your end of town. But he said, oh, um... Can you do it in his, in his accent? No, well? I will a minute. Yeah, Hang yeah. on, I'm trying to think. I yeah. think about how other night develop. And he said, oh, he said, I'll give you a lift home. He said... <laughs> <laughs> he said... <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't 
I'm mad at Billy Boss. He said, I'll give you a lift home. He said, but I'm going out on town <laughs> with Titus. Oh. <laughs> True story. Yeah. So anyway, and uh, and Marcus bent. So anyway. Um, he was a player. So, oh, yeah. So anyway, so that, that sort of like, you know, that sort of went off. And, you know, we were still talking about football. He's a lovely guy talking about football. And I said, oh, mate, you've got an eye. You know, I forgot. Then he ain't really broken in the team that long, 2003. So maybe, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so 2003, it's the first season down. Yeah. So anyway, so chatting away, and then um, he sort of went off to the bar, and then all of a sudden it got to like, I don't know, even it was winding up, he came out, and he said, do you want, do you want that lift norm? <laughs> so I said, what do you mean? He said, I'd take this, I don't know, they're going somewhere else, and I'm, you know, I'll give you a lift home. Yeah. And he gave me, I mean, an Audi TT, gave me a lift home, mate. Oh. Top geezer. Dropped me off, enemy row. So I couldn't, you know, drop me off, enemy row, walked home, brilliant. And, um, you know, sometimes when I, I, I was, we had tickets in the company, I was, we've had tickets like in the galleria and stuff, and yeah. sometimes if he was man of the match, he'd come up. And if I was in there, he'd always come over and have a word. Lovely guy, lovely guy, good player too. Nice car, an Audi. Nice car, Audi. Yeah. Tell me, I got, what you got, Tom? I got an Audi TT, man. Wow. Carry on. <laughs> Where are we now? So know. anyway, yeah, are we St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> so we're 2-0 we, <laughs> up. And then we say it's going to turn a little bit to the, the Tommy Miller show and, and his snooker cue and celebration. So yeah. what I like about this, Ben had got the ball and he it's a, it's a word that's not used that often now in football, but I think they used to do it all the time in the 90s. But he skinned, he skinned yeah. Andy Melville. Do you remember he used to do that and go past people and go, skin, skin? Yeah, yeah. he was um, and whip it like, wasn't he? He passed it and, and Miller stuck it in the back of the net. Mm. Um, fourth goal, Ben was fouled and... Um, Tommy took the the penalty, and you know he's 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 record at penalties was he could put a penalty away. So that's uh, sixty four minutes. His four nil up, fifth goal. um, Bent does some great work, and he sets up Coochie to make it uh, five nil after sixty seven. And then Bent, you know, had a great game. Had a deflected shot that put it in uh, uh, six nil and seventy one minutes. It was our biggest home win since. And we covered uh, uh, it. Um, Avenir Began. Was it? This was in, sorry, it was our biggest home league win. <laughs> <laughs> um, biggest home league win, 6 0, 2005. Hang on, let me think. Let me think. Go through the 90s. Go through the 80s. You should have a listen to the um, This Week in ITFC History Pod because yeah, I believe I they know. covered it recently. Oh, recently? Oh, man. Um, hang on. So if it's recently. <laughs> oh, no. It's probably. Um, so was it, we oh, was the, it wasn't the five nil Norwich game, was it? No. Oh no! Go don't, on. Oh, I don't know. Go on. We covered it recently. Go on. We know. beat we beat um, Nottingham Forest six nil. Yeah. And it was our biggest home victory since in the league since uh, the first of March, oh, nineteen eighty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, oh, okay. Yeah. See, hence the hence the six. My goodness me, and hence 15. me rapidly adding league into that question. Actually, yeah, what am yeah. I talking about? No, twenty five years. Oh yeah. my god, really? Twenty five years with six? Well, six, yeah. oh Christ, six nil. Yeah, they don't come along that no. frequently. Wow. So that was game thirty seven. Brilliant. We were third, yeah, and we had 69 points. God, man, that was the Another season, season that you know, got away, wasn't it? I mean, God, man, it's 13 years ago now, but we should have been up and forgotten about that season. And I'm, I'm convinced, if not for that injury at Shefty, we, we would have been, wouldn't we? Oh, without a doubt. So, where better to go than um, a, a 6-0 win at home to Nottingham Forest? These were the days, mate. Then to, um, well, I'm not even going to say the year, just so we'll give our listeners a little bit of a, 
uh, they can have a guess. Um, we were at home, yeah, and in the opposition dugout in 1979 was Lucien Muller. Never got that in a Lucien Muller, Lucien Muller. Never got it in a million years, mate. Is, is that Lucien sounds a bit French Italian, and Muller sounds a bit German. German, yeah, I, I don't know, mate. I... But he didn't cut. He didn't manage a team from France, Germany. Or Italy. Yeah, he was some, the manager of... Tim Pot outfit yeah. from Spain. He was a manager of Catalonia's... Come ba- on, keep ba- up with it. Yeah. Ba- <laughs> <laughs> um, Barcelona. Barcelona. Um, and this was in our one and only season. So it was the 7th of March, 1979. The European Cup, Cup, Cup. Winners' remember, Cup. Remember it, remember it well. So if you were the winners of the European Cup Winners' Cup, were you the European Cup Winners' Cup winners? <laughs> You're you European Cup winners, Cup winners. I guess you were. Yeah, yeah European Cup winners, Cup winners. Yeah. And you... did the European Cup winners, Cup winners, go into another Cup winners Cup? <laughs> I don't know whether so they whether the European the Cup, Cup winners whether whether the European Cup winners, Cup winners qualify for the next season European Cup winners Cup. Oh. I'm not sure. Did they have a Super Cup? Didn't they have like the winner of the European Cup played the winner of the European Cup winners cup? Oh, uh, you might be right. I felt I uh, European was a European Super Cup. You might be right. European Super Cup that rings a bell. Remember, you might be right. I mean, obviously yeah. the the Super Cup was what was that called? Where always it was always Liverpool back in the day used to play the teams from South yeah. America, Independiente and teams like that. Orlando Pirates. Tulsa Roughneck. Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> oh, should have said that first. Yeah. So, oh yeah, um, it's like, it's like uh, uh, um, North American football top trumps. Yeah. Anyway, I, would tell them, I sometimes shout it out in the middle of the night. Tulsa Roughnecks. No, yeah. how yeah. can he know that? It was just your face when he said, and yeah, brilliant name, Tulsa Roughnecks. And I sort of went, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Daryl in Florida <laughs> just um, sent me a few tweets. Ridiculed. You, yeah, didn't and Ridiculed. rightly so. There's one team. If <laughs> if I ever go on the TV show Pointless and they have North American soccer league You're teams, over it, isn't you? Tulsa Roughnecks yeah. probably about seventy four points now. Most people would know that Tulsa Roughnecks, Chicago Sting. Anyway, so um, it's the seventh of March, nineteen seventy nine. It's a yeah. Wednesday night. Uh, Bobby Robson's Ipswich against Lucien Muller's Barcelona. Um, Eric Gates is in for the suspended Paul Mariner. Which we probably would have thought. No disrespect to to Eric Gates, he was a great player. But you know, if if Paul Mariner's not playing, you'd be thinking, well, we'd rather have him in the team. It's quite an interesting one. That Paul Mariner was suspended the previous round, which was the previous December, I guess. He was it was one of these things. He got a second yellow card. I remember this well. They played Innsbruck, um, Wacker Innsbruck, I think they were called S W yeah, Innsbruck, yeah. and he. Um, he apparently didn't hear the referee's whistle when he was clean through on goal and um, went past, knocked the ball past the keeper in the net. I guess it was a fairly tight. It was a fairly tight game, I think. And um, the ref deemed that to be well, yeah, gave him a second yellow and sent off for that. Well, I didn't know that. Wacker Innsbruck, S W Innsbruck. There yeah. you go. What does the S stand for? No idea. So um, Gates came in, and let's be honest, um, you didn't mind him coming in because the previous season we played. Barcelona again, and he had a the three, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a three. great game against them. Um, yeah. So it's nil nil at, at Portman Road at half time. Uh, Bath Bartha are in there in a white shirts and blue shorts combination. Wow, I don't remember. Well, unless... oh, I was it no, you're right. I was at the game, but I can only ever remember them being the yellow was the year before. So yeah. you might be right. Were they really what? Don't, don't... And, unless you know when you watch some of these things on YouTube and they get a bit grainy and you're thinking, well, blimey, what was TV like in the seventies? But to me, it looked it looked like a white shirt. Um, it weren't black and white telly, was yeah. it? Anyway. Was it black and white TV? 
They're, apparently, they're going to get colour TV in Trimley now. In, yes. In, um, yes. So yes. that's going to happen. Uh, 51 minutes. Uh, Brazil, he has a, a looping cross. And then I've written here, because, you know, let's also mention the fact that the TV footage I saw was pretty poor. It looked like Geddes challenges for the keeper. And I guess, would he have still been there in March 79? Somebody Possibly like Geddes. He challenges, he challenges the Possibly. keeper. Yeah. And the... Uh, Keeper doesn't get hold of the ball and, and Gates is, is about a yard out. like a flash. Yeah. Fires it in, 1-0 uh, up. So the important thing when you go 1-0 up in, in these sort of cup competitions, European cup competitions, two-legged affairs, is not to concede. So then in the um, two minutes later... Yeah, very um, unusual. Hans Crankle. player. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, you watch this goal. He Austrian, picks the ball up Austrian in the... international. He's, I think he may have even been like European player of the year around about then. Yeah. A hell of a player. He he picks the ball up in almost like the right back position and runs with it all yeah. the way through. Beats the players. He's still on yeah. the touchline, and he crosses it for um, Esteban. Yeah. Um, who then sticks it in. Fifty three minutes. It's one one. Yeah. Um. So nine minutes later, no, eleven minutes later, uh, Burley plays a ball to Mills. Mills crosses it, and Gates steers a low shot into the corner. Um, but one of the things I really want to point out was that um, the approach that, that Barca had, their tough, tackling, rough approach, um, <laughs> angered the town faithful so much that they threw yep. blank onto the pitch. We've cut, we're playing now blankety-blank. Now, I think yeah, I might have given you these notes. So let's pretend. What what would they have thrown? They they were so angry. I can remember back in those days, because, again, this goes back to my mate. Shall Pat- we ask producer Ian? Ian, what would they have thrown on the pitch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Any... No. No, okay. Do you they know, did... um, I'll tell you what jelly, it was. Jelly babies, he said. Uh, jelly, no. no. I'll tell you what it was, and what well, I think it was, and it goes back to my mate Pat, we've mentioned yeah. before, is ball boy, because also part of his responsibilities was... It wasn't ball boy for this game as well. Mm, 79 could have been. I don't know, but part of his responsibilities yeah. was... They used to give out cushions. That's right. In the West End, they were, they were like bench seats, and they used to give out cushions at 5p a cushion. Yeah. Um, I what, think and it, people I were think, throwing I, them onto the pitch? I, 5p, what was that now? That must be about 20, 20 quid. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So, yeah, cushions. And that wasn't the first time. I have seen cushions being hurled on the pitch at Portman Road before when one or two players have been sent off and stuff. So, yeah, that was that was oh, just a done thing. How great was that? So, so where the West stands, so yeah. really high up. You know, they had to pitch it from where the back seats and the middle tier were sort of skimming a cushion on well, the pitch. Well, I was going to say, would you skim it? And you would, also, you? if you oh, didn't... Square, square yeah. like leather ones. If you didn't like someone, did you kind of plump it a little bit before? No, 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 they weren't like that. They were like the leather, like the little leather square ones, like plush ones. A bit like we're sitting on now. Like this, but leather, but bit, bit sort of shorter and squarer, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, if you annoy me one week, I'm just going to... Throw a cushion at me. Throw it at you, yeah. yeah. So that's how angry the town fans were, throwing cushions onto the Brilliant. pitch. Um, let's be honest, we've, we've, we've come a long way, don't you think? Because, you know, we were so angry in 1979 that we only beat Barcelona 2-1. Terrible. No we were throwing winner. cushions onto the pitch, but Honestly, obviously that no. was to do with their their, their rough, rough approach tactics and the soft refereeing. Yeah, good number. Well, I say good number. You got number one there, that because I always Ooh, go back to seventies. Do you know it would be an absolute tragedy if you don't know it? Give me a clue. <laughs> I'm going to guess because based upon what night it is, yeah, um, is it? Because it was a Wednesday. Is it Saturday Night Fever? Go on. 
Oh, what you mean? Who was it by? Well, oh, not... the Bee Gees. <laughs> you know what I was about to say? I had a mind blank, and I was like, "Do not say John Travolta." <laughs> but that's what I was going to say. So it was Saturday night. F- it was tragedy, as I said. It was you didn't know it would be a tragedy. It was a tragedy. Yes, you're right. Saturday Night Fever. BGS. There you go. I don't get that. All right. So it was <laughs> <laughs> tragedy. Is that the start? Tragedy. This BGS steps. My. They did tragedy. Oh dear, come on. So talking about a a tough tackling, rough approach to a team. Let's go back four years earlier. Oh, I was there. Um, it's the 8th of March, 1975. Mate, honestly. Bobby Robson's in the home dugout and Jimmy Armfield, who passed away a couple of months yeah, ago or something like yeah, that. Right yeah, gent, he? yeah, He was the, the manager of Dirty Leeds United. Dirty Leeds. And um, were then. This was our 99th FA Cup tie. Wow. Um, That's that. And I just want to say the attendance, why it's jumped out. <laughs> it was... <laughs> 38,010. Incredible. Honestly, mate. Well, look, I got How there. did you, you all get in there? Well, mate, we used to stand in churchmen's, me and my mates, two, perhaps two or three of us, I remember going. Um, I remember getting to churchmen's and it was literally, and getting in there at like one o'clock. So you had to get there, you know, being a you know, kid and stuff, getting there at one o'clock. Always used to trying to get to the to the front of churchmen's. And in those days... Um, if it was a big crowd, literally bursting at the seams and other games, you've probably seen it. They'd let the real smaller kids over the front and yeah, sit in front that, of the yeah. advertising hoardings, which I think that did. But we were like 11, 12, what were we, 75, so 11, 12. So, you know, we were a bit too big for that. So, But I just remember just being I'm not like this and you were moving about and being moved. I mean, I can't have health and safety, health and safety nightmare. But no, we're after, I seem to remember we were like, um, away from like the uh, stanchions and stuff like that that they used to be when you used to stand on the terraces, absolutely packed. I mean, this was the lead side. I mean, you know, this lead side. Don't forget, they were champions this year before in seventy three, seventy four. So still a great side, and the, you know the likes of um, oh, you know, oh, name aside, probably Harvey Reeney, um, Maidley, people like that. Should Norm- I name some other players? Norman. Oh, well, hang on, I'll try and do it. Norman oh, yeah. uh, Bremner, Hunter, Gordon McQueen. Lorimer may have been there. Certainly Alan Clark would have played. Um, Duncan McKenzie certainly played in the replay. Eddie Gray perhaps would have been there. Um, yeah, good. The, you know, the nucleus of the lead side that had been for several seasons Just before. to let our listeners know, I was ticking a few off. Yeah. And names that you didn't tick off. Oh, go on. Sorry, mate. So you said Eddie Gray. Yeah, Johnny Giles. John, yeah, probably not Eddie Gray. Johnny Giles, yeah. Johnny Giles yeah. and Eddie Gray's correct. Oh, Eddie Gray's correct. Okay. Anybody else related to Eddie Gray? Oh, Frankie Gray. Yeah. Yeah. Was okay. that his dad or something? <laughs> I think, he was playing. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I don't know, Gabby Yorath's dad. Oh, Terry Yorath played that day. Yeah. I didn't really. Okay. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Terry Yorath, yeah. He was, a, he was always a lead sort of, um, um, some sort of standing uh, squad utility type player. But yeah, fantastic. I mean, we'd, we'd got through. So we'd, you know, this to put it in context, this was the very first time in our history we'd got beyond the fifth round of the cup. Um, Oh, we are obviously not going to cover it this year, but did we did we cover it? I'm not sure we did. We haven't covered that. One of my favourite ever games, the game before we played Villa at home and came back from 2-0 down to win 3-2. So, huge game for the town. Um, you know, Leeds, I think, still going well. Leeds very much still in Europe. Leeds got to the um, European Cup final that year, lost to Bayern Munich in 75. In, that's when they Leeds virtually, well, 
think both sets of fans sort of tore Paris apart, almost, so almost dismantled the Eiffel Tower. Um, so, um, you know, still a very, very good side. And, I, I, you know, the day, or I remember about the day, 40-odd years ago, geez, um, wet day, heavy pitch, grey, typical March, or fairly cool, grey, rainy day. And not meant a game a few chances, I seem to remember. I don't think there was any any particular um, close chances. So... I think that we had David Johnson playing up. Front oh yeah, David Johnson. Yeah, yeah, that was our side. I mean, Johnson yeah. would have played. Probably, I guess he'd have played up front with Y Mark and you know Hunter and Beat. It would, it would have been the back. It would have been. Um, I think Civil would have been in goal. So it'd have been Civil, Burley, Mills, Talbot, Hunter, Beatty, um Before Walk, uh, Osborne may have. Uh, uh, Ville Joan would have played. Um, Johnson, Y Mark, Lambert, possibly Woods. Hamilton was he? Still? Oh yeah, Hamilton. Yeah. Hamilton. Hamilton would have played. Um, that's pretty much the side, isn't it? I'd have thought. I don't know. Um, we're not playing two little ducks. That's your other. No, we're not. I'll, I'll be great. When, great. when we get to two little ducks from the seventies and eighties, I'll be all over it. Yeah. Um, and it, it was just fantastic. And then you know, and then obviously nil nil. So, do you think Leeds came off happier at the end yeah, of that game? I think, yeah, we got back. Well, I remember about the next game. So I assume being the cup, the very next game was following Tuesday or Wednesday at Ellen Road, um, which you know. Um, and what I remember about that game, we're 1-0 up and then Duncan McKenzie scores literally with the last kick of the game. And I can remember listening to it on, on um, Radio 2, the old Peter Jones commentary, and actually crying, actually was so upset, crying about it. Oh, you know. And was then his commentary that bad then, was it? Or? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then obviously the um, then the replays at, at Filbert Street, the first one. In the... So replay number one, was that Walkie's debut? No, no, was no. Was that replay number two? I keep thinking that. Walk- yes, I think Walkie's debut was replay number two. It wasn't number one. I yeah. think Walkie's debut was either replay number two or it could even be replay number three. Um, I've got a feeling it was the oh, third one. Yeah. I Phil- think it was Philbert's, the third one. Filbert Street. Was well, it? the last two were at Filbert Street. Yeah. So the nil-nil was at Filbert Street, which I don't remember anything about. And the, um, surprisingly, and the, the when we actually won the 3-2, that was at Filbert Street um, with the Woods winner um yeah. i think that was walk's debut and a great story about that one was apparently and he said in i think this comes up in walk's book where i think you know it's sort of like five minutes in the game alan clark when he was talking about dirty leads apparently spat at him and and you know generally got him and apparently hunter went across and said yeah mark these cars yeah. say right do that again and i'm breaking your leg and you're over you know you're over there so i tell you know. what that you know if you look back at you know and brilliant you mate. you and i uh, like many other people, not good enough to play professional football. But if I was, and I could pick a team, and I would, I would want to be playing in a team with Alan Hunter. Oh. Just think, he would have your back, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a player! You touch me, Big Al's after you. Yeah, and a story, you know, Big Al. I mean, you know, he had a chance to leave. Apparently, he was just about to sign on the dotted line for, I think, Leicester. I believe it was, and um, just couldn't do it. Incredible, yeah. Yeah, great, isn't it? You know, and and obviously after that, it's, other than when he had a season at Colchester, then. You know, Ipswich ever present. He he was the one. I always think Alan and and Robson will say this in his book. This, the sign of Alan Hunter um, in that like seventy one, seventy two when we were, you know, just starting. You know, he knew he had players in the youth side coming through the beaties and the wire marks and stuff. And he always says, you know, the sign of Alan Hunter was the turning point. Yeah, and he was a cornerstone of the defence. Him and Beatty for pff. yeah, fantastic days, bacon, mate. Bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs. That's what they used to and, call um, them. I'd just like to say, um, if there was three points for win that season, we would have won the league. Anyway, I've said was that it? so many times. You, I've never, you should say that. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go back. Or I remember I made a note. I made a note about that game. This was the era of the um, 
the green you wouldn't remember this. I the, thought this the, the school coat, Chinese New Year. The school, the school coat, the green the green parka with um, yeah. the green park with the red hood and the fur around the collar. That was the that was the uh, that was a school coat. Yeah, I remember. Great number one, the great number one. Then we got that one. Absolutely brilliant number one. Give me a give me a better clue than last time. Um, um, Nineteen seventy-five. Uh, oh no! Uh, hang on. If you. Um, Manic Street Pe- Preachers, if you tolerate no, I this. Can't, no. I can't know. It's, um, it's a great song. It's um, Come Up and See Me, Make Me Smile by Steve Harley and Cockney Rebel. Oh, was that in the Come film? And, Come Up and See Me, Make Me Smile. Brilliant. I want to say Crocodile Dundee. Wow. I might be wrong. Possibly. Or maybe that was redone by a guy who I thought had an Australian accent and I immediately thought it was Crocodile Dundee. Oh, possibly. Yeah. yeah okay. Brilliant days, well, <clears throat> fantastic days. I mean, mate. just to put it into context. I haven't got the the recent um, home attendances, but one I have got written down here is the thirteen thousand <laughs> against Burton. Twenty, just twenty. Where are these twenty five thousand fans gone? Well, probably. Start, I hate to say it, I hate to be morbid. It's forty three years ago, so probably a good percentage of those have passed on, mate. But, but surely, hey. part of a football club is that you breed your new generation. <laughs> I mean, no, oh, no. well, I feel bad. Uh, now, some of those, do you know what? And you, it's a really good point you make. And some of those. Do you know what? Don't you think that um, how some of the fans, you know, yourself yeah. or other fans that are as ambivalent about the club now you know, under McCarthy, well, you know, same could have happened. We spoke about it in previous pods. John Duncan years, yeah. you know, they yeah. were lost some fans. And they were pretty dire, weren't they? Well, we, we spoke in previous pods about, I think, you know, when we had that um, Portsmouth game in 91, 92, what was the attendance? 13,000 yeah. or something? Yeah, you know, people like were that, coming yeah. off the back of those, yeah. those Duncan eras were terrible, terrible yeah. players, terrible, you know, football. All right, yeah, the odd season, the odd, um, you know, season with um, Dalian Atkinson yeah. and stuff like that. But that was few and far between. I like the fact that if if we were to um, have a competition to name players from the Duncan era, we'd probably get stuck after Dalian Atkinson. Well, no, because I could yeah. always always name David, Dan, was, yeah. Dan Graham Harvey, N- Neil, yeah. Neil Woods, oh Neil Woods, Ian Redford, Ian Redford, oh, he's passed on, didn't he? Yeah. David Lowe, yeah, David Lowe, yeah, Mickey Stockwell. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> so brilliant, mate! Um, Superb, enjoyed the, that. Brilliant. The, the stat machine's thrown us a bit of a curveball. If you know, and I don't know why, I had a look at it just to see if it so was. Recent, a it's got seek- an Arsenal fetish yeah. in recent weeks. What's going um, on with it? So last week we had the five-one defeat at home to Arsenal, and then we had the four-one win at Highbury. Well, this week it's tenth um, of March, nineteen eighty-four. Bobby Ferguson um, is has taken his Ipswich Town well, team yeah. to. Highbury, yeah, where Don Howe is still the longest serving caretaker. <laughs> that is not sorry. No. Don Howe has not been manager yeah. for that's that's. You think that's wrong? You think that's a copy and paste thing? Or maybe he was. I don't know. He I was caretaker, caretaker at some caretaker one of those times. Again. Yeah. But Weird. the okay. reason that the and I can see why the stat machine went there. Um, it, we're in Division One. Yep. Um, strange crowd there at Highbury. I always think they make it up when it's to the round thousands. Well, um. Twenty-four yeah, thousand. Someone just ain't bothered yeah. to count, have they? Remember, I did that on the um, uh, Blue Monday podcast. The number of attendances we've had, where there are exactly round thousands. You love I it. I know, though. sad, you but love it. And then Ben went. Oh, I'm sure it was pretty easy. I remember, <laughs> which, which it wasn't, but I managed to get the information anyhow. Now, the thing I wanted to talk about this game was um, the first three goals scored for Arsenal were by former Town players. It's oh, a sickener, isn't it? Thirty-eighth minute. Oh, yeah. Paul Mariner, yeah. 52nd minute, Brian Talbot, yeah. and then 57th minute, Paul Mariner. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when, I, I 
Do you remember when Mariner went? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, you know well, they describe it as a, a you know fire sale. I mean, yeah. we've said. I mean, his his last game was Dazelle's debut, wasn't it? Yeah, that yeah. was his very last game. So, well, yeah, literally what a month before then? Yeah, February uh, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, month uh, before. Um, yeah, it was just a you know it was a fire sale. I mean, the start of it really was um, well not the start well. <laughs> So Robson, Robson, obviously, just a bit of background. Robson obviously took the England job in '82. Um, Muran was already, uh, you know, he was the first to go, but he was already guaranteed a free. The only way he stayed for another season um, was, I think, he was guaranteed a free contract, yeah. a, a free transfer. At the end of that, he went obviously to Man U, and then it was just a fight. You know, the you know crowd performances, sort of performances. We we didn't finance a stand, you know, and I think again that's well documented when we built. The Pioneer Stand, which is now the Co-op Stand, um, every single seat—don't forget—it was stand and terracing, but every single seat was sold as a season ticket. And we th- think about that—that's yeah. incredible. Um, and we just didn't fill the stand, did we? And players were on obviously contracts, wanted more money. Money wasn't there, and you know they—they they went. Mariner went. Um, Walkie it- went. I mean, the, there was some that stayed. Um, obviously, yeah, Butcher stayed. Burley Gate stayed. But you know the, the the guts of the you know Tyson went the guts of the the guts of the team went. Osman went, didn't he? Osman went later though, eighty five. Right, Osman went a little yeah, bit. I remember later. him playing for the for the Allied forces. Um, he <laughs> he went, uh, but Paul Mariner or, or PM as I think that he he was kind yeah, of that was the one. I think Mariner and Walk handed in transfer requests yeah. pretty much the same day. Fan, fans protested about that. I'm sure I read things that fans brought some banners um, along to the game um, to say about. You know that they were they money were greedy or stuff. And money weren't there. Yeah, you know. Money Do you reckon he there. celebrated? Oops. Mariner, when it when it when he, I, oh, I can't, can't find oh, any I, footage. I'd I love to see some just no, to see. No, I don't know. I remember Mariner actually three seasons later coming back and playing for Portsmouth at Portman Road. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think O'Callaghan might have played for Portsmouth yeah. as well that day. That was the year. I think Portsmouth won the league that year. They got a good side. Yeah, Portsmouth and Derby might have got up that year. Um, but no, I, 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 I couldn't. I just can't remember that. Oh, I wasn't. It was at Highbury. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't there. I can vaguely remember the game. But this, this was a start because results like that, losing four one, just didn't happen to Ipswich. No, you know, no. <laughs> you know that was the. You know, you, you know, it was the start of the demise there. But Tony, uh, Tony Woodcock scored the fourth in the sixty-first minute. So you think, you know, uh, fifty. 51 minutes we're one nil down and probably thinking i tell you we're still no, within true, the game yeah, Christ, 10 yeah. minutes later we're, we're four nil down and, and gates got one back very quickly in the 62nd minute yeah i mean again we were going down this season you know again where it was only really um i think 83 84 towards the end of the season was that we might cover this i won't go too much into it but we had great results all the end of the season i think we drew at liverpool and won yeah. at man U. And that guaranteed us safety where results, I think if we'd got nothing from those games, I think we'd have probably gone down that yeah. season. Um, well, that was game 30. Uh, fantastic, mate. And we were 19th. Great game. So there was, what, 22 in uh, in Division 1 yeah. then, I think. Yeah, so we were just above the uh, the relegation zone. We had 32 points and Arsenal were 8th. Um, I think it's going back, I remember a quote from Bobby Ferguson, strange quote, where he said it's just like... Um, with all the players leaving and stuff like that, and you know, he said being a manager of Ipswich at this moment is like trying to eat your dinner with your hands tied behind your back. You know, so that, that words, oh. you know, that's that's the sort of thing he said about it. It's quite odd thing. It's but, right yeah. if he had sort of like soup and a straw. <laughs> yeah, it'd been all right, wouldn't it? Yeah. Difficult if they had, I don't know, Chinese and chopsticks or something. 
perhaps. Yeah. Anyway. Or, or even any sort of thing, like a steak. Well, anything, anything like, really. Yeah. I don't know why I said that, really. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Well, maybe we could just promote Wong's of um, Woodbridge Road East. Oh, God. They, they like to promote. Don't, and, um, don't stop. Oh, I didn't do a number one for that. I'm very disappointed. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. Have you done it? Have you got it? I don't do many, but I have oh, picked great. one out for this. Come on, 84. What um, do you reckon? Frankie goes Hollywood. No. Gives a clue. Need a um, clue. Okay. Go on, George Michael. No. I'm trying to think of a clue. Not very good. Um, let me have a look at. Um, oh, let me have a look at Tony Woodcock. Right. Right. Used to play but in not... in yep. this country, and that country. Ninety nine red balloons. Nerf ni nerf. How did I get that? Reicher Balunga. Uh, or have yeah. you said, yeah. Yeah, by yeah. Nina. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how to say 99 in German? No. No, nor do I. So I'm trying to think. Nerf ni nerf. Nerf ni nerf. dry, vier, fünf, sieben, sept, wheat. No, that's nerf. Oh, yeah. Eins, why, dry, vier, fünf, cease. That's French. Oh, hang on. What is. Ein. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. We, we, it takes a long time. This pod could go on for yeah. 24 weeks before we get to 99. So it was Nana with 99 yeah. red balloons Great flying in the summer sky. Great song. Right. So here we've got the, the, the game of the week. Name the preceding manager and the manager succeeding. Jimmy Armfield. Leeds United, 1975. Flipping. What the heck? Come on, um, so, 1975, Jimmy 70s. Armfield, 1975. Just to give you a clue, Jimmy Armfield was in charge of Leeds United yeah. for yeah. 193 games. Oh, right. Okay. Brian Clough. Proceeding or succeeding? Proceeding. Correct. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Who followed Jimmy Armfield? 
at Leeds United. Um, Jimmy While you're doing that, I'm just going to count up to 10 in Germany in my head. Jimmy Arthur at Leeds United. Was it another Jimmy? Uh, no. Although it could be another Jimmy if you were having what? a bit of um, 70s jokes. If you were joking about somebody and they were from a particular country, you might call them Jimmy. Was it Billy Bremner? No. Okay. So the it's... greatest manager ever. It was Jock Steen. Jock Steen. It was Jock Steen, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Jock Steen. Do you remember how many games between them? Brian, so Jimmy Armfield managed Leeds for 193 games. Yeah. How many games did Brian Clough and Jock Steen combined manage Leeds for? No, 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 no. Not many at all. Um, 25. 17. Wowzers. 7 for Cloughy and <clears throat> 10 for Jock Steen. Wowzers. Well done. Thanks, so you've got... Um, yeah, see, see where I got Jimmy from. Eh? See, yeah, no, you know, like see you, Jimmy. See you, yeah, that's good. I'm not. Even I'm getting doing, I'm not even going to do that after my after my Tommy Miller. I'm not doing that. Was right. accent this week. I, I tell you what, to, Tommy Miller Lift is on. Man. Yeah, he's on Twitter. Brilliant. And when this comes out, I'm going to say, <laughs> Tommy, listen to do this. You remember Dave? Yeah. <laughs> and then we said, oh, God, I, want, I, want, I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go home? I've got some Jenga and some <laughs> ratatouille for yeah. Raoul and some. Packet of fish or whatever you have, isn't it? Come on. Yeah. Have we got any birthdays? We have got stat. three birthdays. And I tell you what, when we use the word notable, this guy is notable. He, oh, he's notable legend. for being born in Otley. Yeah, boy. On the 9th of March. Yeah. He'll be 68. He made 149 appearances. He scored one goal. Sorry, no, he scored no, 10 goals. For instance, but we will only we'll only remember the one goal. Wow. Roger Osborne. Good. God, man. 1973 to 1991. Do you, know, do you know what? And the cup final throws up players like this. Um, you know, um, so two years before, um, Southampton, Bobby Stokes. Yeah. Three years before that, Sunderland. Porterfield. Porterfield. Yeah. Um, Ian Porterfield. Um, just, yeah, it, it just does, you know, and that's where people already... You know, Roger Osborne, infamous, lives lives very close to where I live. Fainted on the Wembley Wembley pitch. Yeah, there's a story about that. We won't we won't, we won't mention it now. But there's a, there's a story about that. But yeah, brilliant. I'd have to tell me about that. What was great? What what was great about that was um, not a great, brilliant score of the goal, but nice, really lovely that um, Mick Lambert was able to get you know yeah. come on and get a medal. Brilliant. So yeah. I think there was some talk that perhaps Russell Osman, if Hunter. If Hunter, well, Hunter proved, you know, Hunter Osman would have played if Hunter not, but there was some thought that Roger o- Russell Osman might have been on the bench, but no, Mick Lambert, which was nice. But yeah, Roger Osborne, brilliant. Um, oh, always been remembered for Ipswich, obviously, number one cup final goal, number two, which was covered before, he's man to man on, Johan Cruyff. Yeah, Johan Cruyff, I'll put that down there. Yeah. Um, interestingly, he scored the winning goal in the 1978 FA Cup final, um, but also I didn't realise that. 1979-80, so the the season just after the cup final, he missed the whole season through injury. Wow, not many players that no, he did play, but um, obviously we still kept on because I remember him did play the very odd game in the great season in eighty eighty one, I think. Hmm. Um, not many, I wouldn't say I can remember him. I certainly can remember him playing, yeah. but certainly not many. Yeah, great. Can um, I just add brilliant. that when I said that he, he played with us from 1973 to 1991, I did mean no, 1981. No, 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 he, he went to Colchester United for 25 grand. 
Yeah, I think he made a. I think he paid a lot for them yeah. as well. I remember so. him being at Willis um, Sports and Social Club. He's still just there. in the in the village. Yeah, yeah, Rushmere. He's still. Yeah. It's now Rushmere Sports Centre. Yeah, if I think he still yeah. he still he? runs that. Yeah, brilliant, great, 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 great player. stuff. Um, next birthday, I tell you what, this person he he had a he was like a mayfly of Ipswich Town goalkeepers. <laughs> well, it, what what's that thing that lives for a day? Is it? A oh mayfly? yeah, I think yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, Neil Alexander. Um, on the 10th of March, is going to be 40. He signed in July 2007. I think he was a free agent, been released from Cardiff. Yep. And in January 2008, after making 31 appearances, he went to sign for Rangers for half a million. good, wasn't he? He was a great kid. I think we couldn't... I think um, what I remember about that... Um, couldn't stand he, his way? Yeah. Uh, Rangers were his club, wasn't it? Wasn't from what I remember. Rangers were his club. And, um, yeah, got him on a free, sold him for half a million. On the face of it, good good business. Um, did, we get, did did Wright come back after that? Yeah, would it have been about the time. I don't know. Um, well, but yeah, it's, 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 it's good. Kid, it's a shame because he's a really. I remember that season. He's really yeah. good, wasn't he? Really good. Um, don't know where he is now. I didn't even get to. Four, to look you could still be playing. Yeah, he was a really really good keeper, and you've, yeah. you've got to think. Um, you know, if if Rangers hadn't hadn't come in for him, we probably could have. Well, what we're talking about, ten years, he'd have been thirty. Probably could have, you know, been playing for us for another six Easy. six years or stuff yeah. like that. Um, so he will be forty on the tenth, and it surprised me. I, I would have thought he might have been a bit older than that. But and our final birthday, uh, um, it's a it's a born on this day. Yep. Um, Albert Day. That's usually what birthdays are. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm just saying. Well, I think he I think he might have died. So I don't know if you say happy birthday oh, I see, to him. I always yeah. see what you mean. Oh, yeah. sorry, Stat. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Well, he's born on this day. Yeah, well, hopefully, well, if he isn't, bless him, he'd be he'd be coming up for his for his hundred. Yeah, he's got a a telegram or whatever they get from the, from the, the queen. queen. Yeah, so on the seventh of March, if Albert Day, but I think he has passed away. Um, it's a hundred. Yeah, and I tell you what, he joined us in nineteen forty six. Um, played <laughs> until nineteen forty nine. On his debut, he scored a hat trick against Norwich. Yes, in a five nil win. There's some We've symmetry. We've done that before, haven't we? Symmetry. 77, yep. 5 0. Yep. 98, 5 0. Yeah, I reckon if you work these dates out, you can probably tell that we're going to beat them 5 0 in 2036 <laughs> or something. <laughs> 63 appearances and 25 goals, which is a pretty great um, goals per game good ratio. Haul. Uh, good haul, yeah. Um, he went to Watford and then I got bored because I put, then injuries blighted his career. But I don't know. But it must have been an unusual time for a player who. I think, you know, if he was in 1918, he was, you know, 20, 21 at the start of the war. So you're thinking that he probably went to would war. Have, yeah. Served. Yeah. And and then he's played. Then and in 1946, he, he played for us and so played post three war, years. Yeah. Three seasons post-war when, when football started again. Wow. I need to have a look um, <clears throat> at how many players have played for town post and um, mm. pre and post-war. Yeah, but incredible yeah. times. Though. I mean, I mean, you know, just the because it just did. I think it's quite. I've looked at those stats, but sort of those games before, yeah. and I think well, literally football stopped four games into that season. Yeah. There was no, no football. I think the club closed down. Yeah. Um, and apparently they use Portman Road to drill vegetables and stuff. Yeah, I believe it, or or certainly a, uh, like to do yeah. drilling stuff. But yeah. I went back and I saw the the old enough, com- on the Burton game. It looked like they were growing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there were there were <laughs> some turnips there. Um, the 
So I went back to have a look at the old copy of the Evening Star, as it used to be called back in um, 1946, and the headline was Perfect Day um, for it. So, this good And the, the journalist was Lou Reed. Lou Reed, yeah. of course. So there you go. Brilliant, what, what a, you know, if you look at it, 6-0 at Forest, 2-1 beating Barcelona, that 38,010 <sighs> capacity crowd, record attendance at home at Leeds, and then bizarrely the stat machine taking us to a, a, a place of pain where Mariner scores two and Tolbert scores against us in a 4-1 defeat at Highbury. Brilliant, mate. Enjoyed that. Thank you. Superb, yeah. Um, just to remind everyone, this is part of the Blue Monday Network of podcasts, so please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and tweet us your memories, good or bad, to at Blue Monday ITFC. Um, I have forgotten the outro, but that's... That, that's you, you've that's done it so many times. You've done it so many times. Listen to Ben on the preview show on the Friday. We hope you enjoyed <laughs> it. And if you remember any of the events we talk about, have any suggestions, then please, please let us know on the social media at Blue Man ITFC, at David Diamond 3, at Chomp X3. And please don't forget to hit follow on there and like at facebook.com slash Blue Monday ITFC. Ben will be here with the preview show on Friday. I'll be back on the flagship show with Ben on Monday, which will have stats, brilliant stat of the week. And with any luck, we'll be back here this time next week with more nostalgia. And you never know, some more impressions, maybe. You never know. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Thank you. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.